0: Good day, my name is Ramona with Oasis Advocacy and Shelter. I just wanted to take the time to thank our sponsor, Oregon Fair Housing, um, for sponsoring our podcast. In this podcast episode, we will be discussing protective orders, also known as restraining orders in Oregon. These orders are legal mandates issued by a court to safeguard individuals from harassment, abuse, stalking, or threats from other persons. The protective order can require the abusers to stay away from the person being protected and to stop all forms of contact, including phone calls, texts, and emails. Oregon offers several types of restraining orders, including Family Abuse Preventative Act, also known as FAPA, restraining orders. Elder Persons and Persons with Disability Abuse Prevention Act, restraining orders, stalking protective orders and sexual abuse protective orders. Each type of restraining order caters to different situations and relationships. To obtain a restraining order, an individual must file a petition with the court and demonstrate that they have been the victim of abuse or harassment and are in need of protection. The court will then evaluate the petition and may grant a temporary or permanent restraining order depending on the circumstances of the case. Oregon's system of protective orders is designed to provide swift and effective protection for victims of domestic violence, stalking, harassment, sexual assault, and elder abuse. The legal framework for these protective orders has been established over the years. With the Family Abuse Prevention Act being implemented in 1977, and subsequent laws being added to expand protection for victims in Oregon. Other types of protective orders available in Oregon include the restraining order, also known as an RO, which is issued after a hearing where both parties can present their case and can last up to two years. The stalking protective order, SPO, which can be issued to protect someone from a stalker even if there has been no physical violence, and the Elderly Persons and Persons with Disabilities Abuse Prevention Act, which is issued to protect elderly persons and persons with disabilities from abuse or neglect. Oregon has implemented the Emergency Protection Order law since 1995, which provides immediate protection for up to 72 hours and is issued by a judge magistrate, or circuit court during non-business hours when courts are closed. The state also has a Family Abuse Prevention Act designed specifically to protect victims of domestic violence. This type of order can be issued by a circuit court judge and can prohibit the abuser from having any contact with the victim, grant the victim temporary custody of children, and order the abuser to vacate the family home. Overall, restraining orders are crucial in protecting individuals from abuse and harassment, and it is essential to know the available options and steps to obtain them. The legal framework for protective orders in Oregon is established through various laws, statutes, and court rules, which governs restraining orders in cases of domestic abuse abuse pardon me which outlines the procedures for obtaining a stocking protective order which provides for protective orders for elderly persons and persons with disabilities oregon has continually refined its legal framework from protective orders to provide better protection for victims of abuse and harassment the state has passed several bills that have implemented or modified the laws related to protective orders in Oregon, such as Senate Bill 1571, which amended to allow for the inclusion of pets in protective orders and provide the seizure and impoundment of pets in cases of animal abuse. House Bill 4072 amends to expand the definition of stalking to include cyber-stalking and added provisions allowing for use using Electronic monitoring devices in cases of stalking. Senate Bill One Five Three One amended to allow for the appointment of a guardian (coughs) ad litem to represent the interest of the persons being protective in certain cases. House Bill Four One Four Five amends to allow for the issuance of an extreme risk protection order to prevent individuals who pose a risk to themselves or others from accessing firearms. Senate Bill 715 amends to require courts to inquire about firearm ownership and possession as part of the process for issuing protective orders in domestic violence cases. This law also allows for the surrender of firearms by the respondent in such cases and provides penalties for noncompliance. To obtain a protective order in Oregon, You can go to the circuit court in the county where you live or where the abuse occurred. You can also contact a local domestic violence or victim advocacy organization for help. Violating a protective order in Oregon is a crime and can result in arrest and prosecution. It is important for individuals to educate themselves about the different types of protective orders available in Oregon as well as the laws and procedures for obtaining them. Seeking the assistance of a lawyer or a victim advocacy organization can also be helpful in navigating the legal process. It is also crucial for friends, family members, and community members to recognize the signs of abuse and harassment and to offer support and resources to victims. By working together, we can help create a safer and more supportive environment for all individuals in our communities. Community advocacy organizations and district attorney victim advocates play a crucial role in the enforcement of protective orders. These organizations and advocate provide support and resources for victims of domestic violence, stalking and other forms of abuse, including assistance with filing for protective orders. Community advocacy organizations such as shelters and hotlines also provide safe spaces for victims to seek refuge from their abusers. They also offer counseling, legal advocacy, and other support services to help victims navigate the legal system and access resources that can aid in their recovery. DA Victim Advocates are professionals who work with victims throughout the criminal justice process. They provide emotional support, information, and resources to victims of crimes, including those who have filed for protective orders. DA Victim Advocates also play a key role in ensuring that the protective orders are enforced. By working with law enforcement agencies and prosecutors to hold offenders accountable for violating protective orders. Both community organ- advocacy organizations and DA victim advocates work to ensure that protective orders are taken seriously and that victims have the support they need to stay safe. Their advocacy and support are essential in empowering victims to take action against their abusers and preventing further violence. As of April twentieth, 2023, a release press release announced that the Senate Bill 816 protects survivors of abuse by amending the duration of certain restraining orders from one year to two years. This is in effect effect unless the survivor withdraws or amends the restraining order. This is to allow extended, or the abuser, pardon me, this is giving them 12 extra months to stabilize and find safety away from their abuser. This will also allow them Time to present evidence that there is an imminent danger of further abuse to the petitioner and that the respondent represents a credible threat to the physical safety of the petitioner or the petitioner's child. The enforcement of protective orders can be a significant issue in ensuring the safety of victims of abuse and harassment. Protective orders are legal mandates issued by a court to safeguard individuals from harassment, abuse, stalking, or threats from another person. Violating a protective order in Oregon is a crime and can result in arrest and prosecution. However, enforcing protective orders can be challenging, especially in cases where the abuser is unwilling to comply with the order. One common issue with enforcement is the lack of resources available to law enforcement agencies to monitor and enforce protective orders. In some cases, victims may be reluctant to report violations of the order due to fear of retaliation from their abuser or a lack of faith in the legal system's ability to protect them. Additionally, some abusers may continue to harass or abuse their victims despite the issuance of a protective order, which can lead to further trauma for the victim. Another challenge is that the protective orders are only effective if they are enforced consistently and effectively. There have been instances where law enforcement officers have failed failed to take violations of protective orders seriously, leading to further harm to the victim. Additionally, some abusers may use loopholes in the legal system to circumvent the protective order, such as by communicating with the victim through a third party or moving to a different jurisdiction. In conclusion, while protective orders can be critical tools in protecting victims of abuse and harassment, their enforcement can be challenging. It is essential to provide adequate resources to law enforcement agencies to monitor and enforce protective orders consistently and effectively. Additionally, victims of abuse must be provided with support and resources to help them navigate the legal system and feel safe reporting violations of the protective order. According to the Oregon Department of Justice Crime in Oregon in 2019 report, there were 25,532 reported domestic violence offenses in Oregon in 2019. In region four, which includes Curry County and several other counties in Southwestern Oregon, There were 1,238 reported domestic violence offenses in the same year. Additionally, there were 748 reported stalking offenses in 2019. Oasis Advocacy and Shelter is here if you are experiencing any forms of domestic violence, sexual assault, trafficking, and or stalking. We are also providing services for elder abuse.